Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Father, we thank you for this great mercy you have showed us. Thank you for bringing us together this morning. Once again, we are grateful, Lord, for your love and for your great mercy. Heal us this morning, O God. Let evil spirits be cast out this morning, O God. Turn our minds and our hearts towards you. That will live for you. That will follow you. That will love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated for very short um, discussion on the Bible. Wow. Now, um, we are still early in the year, and um, I believe that we are not preparing, but building up for what is ahead and what God is going to do with us. Do you believe that God is going to do great things with your life this year? How many believe that? Let me hear your shout of amen if you believe that God is doing great things with your life this year. And I believe that is what God is doing. Now, the important thing is for us to tune in with God and what God is doing because God will be on a course doing something and then we are also on another course doing our own thing but I pray that you will agree with God so as for God he is working but it is for us to agree with him and to flow with him and to know what he's doing. Even if we don't know what he's doing, we agree and we are flowing. Is it a good thing? So if we agree with him and we flow with him, he would lead us to the right place. But the problem is that we seem to have our own mind and our own ideas and our own what we want to do, which if not always, many times, maybe always, is different from what God wants to do. Because that's why the word says that your ways are not my ways. God has his ways, and we have our ways. There are a lot of things that God will do, and if he consulted you, or sought advice from you, or give you the right to decide on how it should be done, you would have done it differently. True or not true? Are there any things like that? Yeah, this is the way, but 
if I was doing it, I would not do it this way. And many times it's like that. If you are doing it, you won't do it like that, the, the way God would do it. That said, your ways are not my ways. The ways of man are very different from God's ways. So what man has to force to achieve is to agree with God and to be able to flow with God. So at the end of the day, it is God's way that will happen in your life. Is it a good idea? Yes. So in trying to achieve this, um, we have different things, but one of the main things at the beginning of the year like this is that we get into the mood of prayer. Is that not so? Yes. And then um, praying for God's hand and praying for God's will and praying for God's purpose and praying to yield ourselves to God so that what God wants to do with us, he would be able to do it and finish it with us. So, for example, yesterday we were here the whole day praying till the evening. So that is um, one of the interventions, and it's a major intervention for us that as a church, we put ourselves together in prayer. As your neighbor, do you love fasting? What did they say? They said what? No. They said no. They said no. So how many said no? Let's vote. No, lift your hand. I don't like fasting. Lift your hand. You don't like. Put your hand down. I like fasting. Lift your hand. I don't want to make any comments. I can enter into something right now. Now, so, um, let me give you one, two, three things about why fasting is important for your life. Amen. Wow. John chapter 4, verse number 23. He said, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Verse 24 says that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. This is very important. It's a pivotal verse for anybody who wants to worship God. That the way to worship him is to worship him in spirit and also in truth, there's no hypocrisy in God. That your, your life is this way, but when it comes to worship, then, I mean, the way you lift your hand and squeeze your face is like somebody who just dropped from heaven. 
But as you are squeezing your face and lifting your hand like that and all the motions, you are coming from a boy's room that you went to sleep last night. Who is not your husband? But God wants truth. And, but what I'm talking about this morning is the spirit. God wants us to worship him in spirit. Why? Because God is a spirit. God is not a physical human being that you can see and you can talk to like you can talk to me and relate with and feel, but we worship him in faith. Bible says that for without faith it is impossible to please him. And he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So if you come to God, you believe, you come by faith. Everything we do with God is by faith. Because Bible says that no man has ever seen God. Have you seen him before? We believe that he is there and we worship him and we respond to him and we do the things we do by faith. It's only by faith. Now, if you are approaching somebody who is a spirit and you are very physical and very carnal, it is very likely that you will not get into any good distance with that spirit or, I mean, towards that spirit. You will be kept far away because you are very different from the person you are trying to approach. I was somewhere and I, I needed to, it was a, a Deba, and I needed to greet the, the chief who was sitting on the days over there. So, um, first of all, I got someone who was close to lead me. Why? If I come walking around and say I'm going to greet the chief, the Abrafos, well, do you know Abrafo? Uh, how do they call them? Executioners. Yes. They will get me. I mean, they can't cut my head, but at least it's their job. So whatever they will do, they will do. They will never allow me. So I had to get somebody who, when he's walking in that direction, I mean, there's, there's no um, worry because we know this person. And then I had to, I didn't wear jeans and t-shirt. No. I put on cloth. So I had my cloth on like that. God is a spirit. And they who want to worship God must make an effort to turn themselves or become spiritual so that they can get close to God. Yeah. So I had my cloth like that. And 
the person who was leading me said, just follow me. Whatever I do, do same. Yeah. So when you are going to, before you greet the chief, your cloth, that is like, you have to drop this side a certain way. Yeah. So I think he did. And I also, that one I knew. I dropped it like this. And then at this point, I saw that he removed his sandals. What's this man doing? He said, but I'm following him. And he said, whatever I do, do the same. So then I also had to remove my own and walk barefooted after him. And then we climbed up and I went to greet the man like that. Yeah, yeah. And we went around and came back for our shoes. Yeah. And we are finished. We are gone. The point I'm trying to make to you is that I could not put on my jeans and t-shirt and say that I am greeting the paramount chief of so-and-so. Me, this is how I am. So accept me. I mean, if you can't accept me, you won't get my greetings. So then that's all of it. No, that's not how it is. They don't accept you. I had to try and conform to what is needed at that point so that I'll be able to relate with the person sitting there. And what is needed for you to be able to relate with God is that you must be spiritual because God is a spirit. God is not a physical being. He is a spirit. People call a period like this in the church spiritual emphasis. It's like we are putting emphasis on spiritual things. It's always spiritual emphasis. The church is only spiritual. The church is the place where you are prepared or helped to meet God. Because there's nowhere else. When you go for your school lectures and things. There's no spiritual preparation over there. When you go for your anniversaries and school meetings and uh, job meetings, and there's nothing. It is only this place that there's a little path or a path that is made or a way that is made for you so that you can climb that days and meet God and shake hands with him. That's spirituality. God is a spirit And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Some people think that when you fast, then by all means God will answer your prayer because you have fasted. It's not like that. Fasting does not give you um, automatic answer to prayer because you have fasted. By all means, this prayer should be answered. Perhaps it's got nothing to do with the prayer. But it's got a lot to do with you and your access to God. Are you still here? Galatians chapter 5. Verse number 16 teaches us Galatians 5:16 this i say then 
Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. So a Christian's duty is to walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit means that you are spiritual. I mean, spiritual is not the way your face looks like. Spiritual is your connection to God. So people who are very cool, they don't talk. And, you know, you can't even ask them questions. Especially in school, some of the uh, Christian leaders and things, when you are going to them, I mean, you can't even easily go to them and talk to them. You have to rehearse what you want to say before you go there. Because the way they are very spiritual and very... You are afraid that you would even say something that is not correct and you will be in trouble. But that is not spirituality. It's not how you look and whatever. It's how you walk. It's how you relate with God. So walk in the spirit. Every Christian has a duty to walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit means that you are led by the spirit. Walking in the spirit means that you are doing what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Walking in the spirit means that you are listening to the voice of the spirit and obeying the voice of the spirit. Walking in the spirit means that you are conscious to the voice of the spirit. As for the Holy Spirit, is speaking to us all the time. Because the day you were born again, the Holy Spirit was put in you. And you have the Spirit in you. And you have the Spirit with you to help you. And he's there to help us all the time. Jesus said that I will send, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, um... If I go away, I will send you another comforter who would abide with you forever. So he's staying here with us to come and help us all the time. Only that we are not conscious of his presence. And we don't even think that he is there. So I'm sure sometimes he stops speaking. Because if you are talking to somebody and the person is not minding you, you are talking and is not minding what do you do? You stop at a point. May the Holy Spirit never stop talking to you. If he has stopped, may his voice come back to you. Because you are going back to pray and say that, that, Holy Spirit, I need you. And I want you. And I need your leading. I want you to continue to guide me, to speak to me, to direct me. And to help me to do the things that I have to do. Because maybe he's been speaking, he's been directing, he's been prompting, he's been prodding, and there's no response. So, it's okay. Yes, that's what happens. Walk in the spirit. Desire the Holy Spirit. Amen. Desire the Holy Spirit. Ask for the Holy Spirit. There's not one prayer that Jesus taught us to pray which is very direct, is to pray for the Holy Spirit. Luke eleven thirteen. Those who were here were reading it yesterday. Is that not so? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, 
how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? That's the prayer. He gives the Holy Spirit to the people who ask, not the people who think that the Holy Spirit is important. Not the people who come for the prayer meeting. Not the people who go to church, but the people who ask. That means the people who pray and say that, Lord, fill me with your spirit. I need the spirit. I need your spirit. We were here from morning to evening. We were only praying for the Holy Spirit yesterday. And we are continuing today. Yes. From morning to evening, that's what we are doing. Praying for the Holy Spirit. Because God is a spirit. If I have to relate with God, then I have to have the form of God. A certain, I must get close to that form of God. If I had to relate with that chief or king sitting up there, I couldn't come as a strange fellow. I had to relate with them by conforming to the way they appear and the way they do things. I couldn't say that, look, me, I'm a pastor, eh? I'm coming to blow tongues and go away. I had to put on cloth and do all that and remove my shoes and go there and then when he got there and he was shaking hands, he went down like this. So what did I do? I stood tall. Eh? I also bowed like that. Because that's the way to relate. And God, the way to relate with God is through the spirit. Why do you want to be very carnal and still want to have the best of God with you? Does it work like that? No, it doesn't. Yes. Next verse, uh, verse 17. Galatians 5, 17. Wow. 17, please. Yeah. Right. For the flesh lasteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Let me change the version for you. Okay. The sinful nature wants to do evil. This is NLT, verse 17, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. So there's a conflict. Is there a conflict? There's a, you see, your, the, the King James says the flesh. Where is the flesh? Huh? Where is it? Yeah, it's, it's the body that is sitting there. Which you cherish so much. But we doesn't like you. If the flesh likes you, the flesh will help you to do the will of God and to follow God and to obey God and go to heaven. But the flesh is always forcing to do something evil. I'm reading the Bible. Am I not reading the Bible? Okay, now they have put it on the screen. 
I'll read my Bible. I won't mind anybody. Yes. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. So your sinful nature, that is your flesh, is drawing you away from God all the time. Hmm. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. I don't know, you won't like sinful nature because you don't agree that your flesh is sinful nature. How many people you wanted to wake up and pray and your flesh said no. And your flesh put you to sleep before you knew you were going out. The time was finished. How many people you wanted to fast and your flesh stopped you from fasting. And suddenly there was some rumbling over here. And before you know you are hiding so that nobody will see you eating the watching. You wanted to fast. Your flesh said no. How many people you wanted to come to church early. Today, and the flesh said sleeps more. Uh, did it happen to you also? So this flesh, called the sinful nature, is actually an enemy. Who is not helping you. But you love him so much. You love your body, don't you? You love your body, don't you? Did you bath this morning before coming to church? I suppose so. Did you have any quiet time before coming to church? Hello? Did you? Who said yes? Take microphone and tell me what is quiet time. So we give every attention to the flesh that we can see and very little attention to the spirit. But the Bible is calling that thing the sinful nature, that evil thing which is leading you to hell. Do you know that your flesh will not go to hell? Will your flesh go to hell? Your flesh will not go to hell. Your flesh will be here. Yes. You, you see, at the end of the day, the flesh will lead you to do evil, evil, sinful things, sinful things. Then at the end of the day, the flesh is say, look, I'm tired, I can't continue anymore. Eh? Then the spirit says, ah, if you are tired, then I'm going back where I came from. Ecclesiastes 12, 7. He said, then the spirit will return to God who gave it. And then the flesh, eh? then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Yes. So at the end of the day, I'm tired, I can't go on again. Then your spirit now moves, now returning to God, going to face judgment. All the enjoyment that the flesh had had, now... The flesh is not even there to help you in the judgment. Yes. 
cool environment in, I don't know whether it's Ridge or Kolebu or somewhere. Air condition. Yes. That when you were here, you didn't enjoy. And then the spirit, now you are on your own. And this thing that made you, I mean, follow all the things that you follow and do all the things that you did is coolly here. Doesn't feel anything, doesn't care about anything. You, you are very alive like before. The flesh, whether there's an air condition, it doesn't care. Whether it's hot, it doesn't care. Whether they put him in a box, it's okay. Even the box is made very nice. Whether they put him in the ground, have you seen somebody being buried and he's complaining before that the place is hot? Why are you leaving me alone in this place? Why don't you stay with me? No, I don't want to go. Have you heard some before? They don't know anything. They, can, they have finished you already. I said, I cannot say. So you are different from the body. You come fast because of your body. You will leave this body and you will stand before God who will now judge you about what you did. For every one of us shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ and each one shall be judged according to what he has done in his body, whether it is good or whether it is evil. What was done in this body but the body doesn't stand judgment because we'll leave it here. So all the attention of bathing, treading, perfume, this, that, everything, and then neglecting your spirit. That's not how a Christian should live. Are you there? So you have a fight. Take me back to um, 5.17. Okay, I'm minding the person again. I didn't want to. I'm a Christian, so I should. These two, watch it. And the spirit, eh? look at it. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Am I reading the Bible? Am I reading the Bible? There are two forces in you. This thing called the flesh. And the spirit that you cannot see. But which is there because that's what makes you alive. The day you die is the day your spirit leaves your body. Then we call you dead. But they are in a fight. The desires of the flesh are directly opposed to the desires of the spirit. In other words... If the spirit wants to stay awake and pray, the flesh will say that me, I want to sleep. If the spirit wants to fast, the flesh says that me, I want today, the kinky, I don't want two, I want four. If the spirit wants to go to church, the flesh says, why are you worrying yourself? Hmm. 
spirit says give an offering. The flesh says your money will finish. So they are opposed. They are working in opposition to each other. You are not free. Are you listening to me? You are not free. And and he says that fighting each other so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Do you have some good intentions that you are not able to carry out? You have some good intentions you are not able to carry out? Things, good things that you won't do. Yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the day, they are not done. Oh, I remember when you wrote down, you wrote a resolution sometime that I will pray at least one hour every day. Do you remember when you wrote it down? And you started it, actually. Mm-hmm. Then the flesh rose up and said, hey, what are you trying to do? You want to suppress me? I won't agree. But I pray for somebody that this time you'll be able to keep the flesh under. And that's what fasting does. Fasting helps you to keep the body or the flesh or the sinful nature under so that you can put on what is needed to be able to meet God in the spirit. That's why I said that it's not like because you have fasted before praying this prayer, it will be answered. But rather, it keeps your body under and then it gives you like a better access into the spirit. Because you are a spiritual being. Every time you fast, what you are doing is that you are supporting the spirit. The war, the fight is between the spirit and the flesh. You are giving support to the spirit to overcome your flesh. Yes. So the two of them, it's the person you support that wins. Yes. If you want to fast and the body says, I want gobe, 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 then you go for gobe. You are supporting the flesh. And the flesh is winning with gobe. And those who said they love to fast. I mean, it's great. God bless you. But... Fast is never an easy... I mean, it's not like there's no food. This is food, but you cannot eat. Because you are looking for some spiritual breakthroughs and some spiritual... uh, 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 Your friend is saying, experiences. So I can see, it's there. I have the money, I can buy. The cocoa seller is there. The watcher seller has come, but I am there and I'm, I'm hungry. I can feel it and I'm still there because I'm looking for God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's what it is. And that is why it must go with prayer. But as we're here praying, I mean, there was no banku. There was no rice. There was no nut. But... It wasn't also like we are hungry. Oh, I don't know. Is it, you are fasting, but you don't even remember that you are fasting. Yes. Why? Because you are deep in the spirit. And you are following the spirit and spirituality. So it doesn't even occur.
occur to you that your stomach is empty, you haven't eaten today, you are, you are, you are, dead. no, 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 no. But when you punish yourself by just staying away from food and you don't give yourself time to pray and time to stay in the presence and time to fellowship and time to do things with God, then it becomes a very hard exercise that you can stand it. I mean, why should you keep your stomach hungry when there is food? So the main thing is the spiritual benefit, the prayer, the staying in the presence of God, the flowing with God. Amen. Verse 18. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Continue verse 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. uh, Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, um, what sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, uh-huh, selfish ambition, dissension, division, and all those things. And then he continues to say that, but when you are under the spirit, in um, verse so envy, drunkenness, wild parties, those who want these wild beach parties, you go, they are all uh, of the flesh. Yeah, drinking, flesh, smoking, flesh, weed, flesh, sex, flesh, never spirit, and not being spiritual. Rather, those who are anointed for to do sex that if they don't do it's a sin they are the people who don't want it uh-huh. and uh, let me tell you again as i have before that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of god beautiful yeah I wish somebody would be on this screen. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. Verse 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them over there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Say amen. Let us not become considered or provoke one another. Okay, let's end it over there because the verses don't come. Are you still around? So we are. First Corinthians chapter 9. 
verse 27. Then I'll read one day thing for you and will end. I, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway or should be disqualified. Please, can you change the version for me, please? I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. So I do what? I discipline my body like an athlete. I train my body to do what it should. Do you train your body or your body trains you? It's fasting. Are you going to train your body or is your body trained to obey you that, hey, body? We are fasting from this time to this time. Or the body is going to tell you what to do. I need watch it at this time. I need this at this time. Look, you can't treat me like this. I'm I'm, I'm feeling bad. Who is training who? Eh? Who is obeying who? Munkasa. Quiet. Munkasa. Pardon? Yes, so talk back to me. I'm talking to you and I'm asking a question. Nobody is answering. He said, I discipline. Discipline your body. Why? You can fast. Oh, yes, you will not die. No, 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 no. You can die from fasting. But not this, our small fasting we are doing that will die you at all. This will not die you at all. But it will help you to grow spiritually. So when they say, talk about fasting and prayer, the people are doing their thing again. No, you need it for your own spiritual development and your own spiritual growth. Everybody can stay in their lane and do it in a way that they can. Nobody should just stay by this one is minus me. Now, it includes you. Maybe you can do it a certain way. You can't do it from here to here and from there to there, but you can do something. Can you do something? Can everybody do something? Is there something you can also do? Oh, yes, there's something you can also do. Everybody can do something. Nobody, I mean, if you can do like seven days dry, God bless you. You drink only water for seven days. That is great. But, it is not, I don't know what it is, but like everybody, seven days, dry. Some people may die out of that, but we don't want anybody to die because of fasting. Yes. But to discipline the body 
so that you can attain a certain level of spirituality to prepare yourself for the great things of 2024 so that you can agree with God and you can, you can be in league with God and you can be in tune with God so whatever God has planned for you, you can walk in it and you can obtain it. That's what we are doing. Is it a great thing? That's all we are doing. It's no punishment. Let me just read this scripture. And Acts chapter 13. Okay. Acts 13. Now they were in the church that was in Antioch. Certain prophets and teachers... As Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manin, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and so, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, "Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them." And when they had fasted and prayed. And laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Beautiful. Three things we learn from this scripture. Number one, fasting prepares you for a mission. So these guys, they were what? Certain prophets and teachers who were around in the church. And they were just fasting and praying, ministering unto the Lord. And the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me, Barnabas, and so for a certain mission. You have, God has a mission for you in 2024. There's a mission, there's something to do. There's some mind that he has for you. By fasting and praying... You make God, through the Spirit, bring that mission out in your life. Something is emerging out of your life because you are in fasting and prayer. Amen. Number two, the second thing we learn from this thing is that when you are fasting, you minister to the Lord. Ministering to the Lord. That means flowing in the presence of the Lord. You, you are worshipping. You, you are singing. You, you are staying in the presence. You ministering to the Lord is different from prayer. You are just fellowshipping with God. You are flowing with him. You are doing anything. You sing a little. You... Pray a little, you do whatever it is a little. They were ministering to the Lord. That's what they were doing. They were not just there hiding in their rooms and holding their bellies. That chale, hey, then um, so called Barnabas, chale, how did they feel? Hey, uh, Paul, the first thing they said, no, be easy crowd. 
I know they see talk. No, but they were ministering to them. I'm sure they were worshiping. They were singing. They were giving thanks. They were happy. And they were flowing in the presence of the Lord. They had even forgotten about the fast. And then the other thing that they did is that they prayed. They were praying. So, pray is that to pray is that you are making your request known unto God. There are things that maybe they were praying. These are ministry people who said, Lord, what would you have us do? Where should we go? And so they were praying and they were making supplications unto God. And if you like the last one, which is very, very powerful, number four, I said three, but make it four, is that the Holy Spirit will speak in to you as you fast you minister and you pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you so let me end by re-emphasizing the point I made from the beginning that the Spirit is always positioning himself to speak to us and to minister to us he's telling us things but we are not listening But one of the things or one main thing I want you to focus on, I believe that God himself wants us to focus on in this time, is to open our hearts to the spirit so that we can hear him as he speaks to us and as he ministers to us. While they fasted and they ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me. Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. In your fasting and prayer, in your ministering to God and in your waiting on God, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Watch it carefully and be very open and very alert and very alive to the Spirit because he'll be speaking to you. He'll be directing you. He'll be telling you things. If you are alert, you will come and say that as I was praying and as I was ministering to the Lord, this is what God said to me. This is what the Spirit said to me. Because he's always there saying things. And he will say things to you for this year that will help your life and that will change your life. Arise. Lift your hands to God and pray that God will give you the grace to discipline this body. Are you praying? Or you don't want to discipline this body? The grace to discipline this body and put this body under. Paul said, I put my body under. In other words, I elevate the spirit above the body. I make the spirit more important. I listen to the spirit. I feed the spirit. I support the spirit. I give attention to the spirit more than I give attention to the body and more than I give attention to the flesh. I discipline the body and put him where he belongs. He said, less. It will be that after I have preached to all these people, I myself will be disqualified. How do you get disqualified? It is the body that is making you disqualified. 
pray for the grace and the help of God to stay in the spirit, walk in the spirit, and thou shalt not gratify the desires of the flesh. Ye shall walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the desires of the flesh. That's how we started this whole sermon. Ye shall walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh lasteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary one to the other, and you will fail and be disqualified. You stand the chance of being disqualified if you don't give attention to the spirit, but you give attention to the flesh. Disqualification is coming to you. But I pray that I will not be disqualified and you will not be disqualified but will be able to do what we have to do. Give everything to him. Give everything to him until we have the fullness of his gift. The fullness of his direction. The fullness of his power and the fullness of his grace. We thank you. We bless you. And we honor you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Cause our spirit man to come alive so we can relate with you. Because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth, God is not physical. We can use this physical body, flesh, to worship Him. It takes the spirit to worship Him. Lord, help us to overcome this flesh, this sinful nature. To overcome this body and to give our spirit the opportunity to seek you and to find you and to flow with you. Strengthen us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. What an opportunity to say that Jesus come into my heart. Change my life. Make me a new person today. Write my name in the book of life. I need you. I want you. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. If you are here like that, you need Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand to me like this. Let me see your right hand shooting up. I need Jesus. I'm not born again. I want to be born again. Your right hand up. Your right hand up. If you have lifted your hand, come to me. Come to the front here. I'm praying for you. Come. Come. You lifted your hand. Come to the front here. I'm praying a special prayer for you. For Jesus to come into your heart. Anybody. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. Come. I need Jesus. Come. I need Jesus. Come. Anybody else. Come, I need Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, 
Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. I need Jesus. Please come into my heart. Change my life. Make me a new person. From today, I will live for Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Amen. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry.